Every single aspect of our lives are governed by principles. Think about that for a second. Whether it's money, your health, prosperity, success, relationships, whatever the category of your life, there are principles that govern the outcomes. You know, two plus two equals four. If you will do this, then, you, then this will be the result. Principles govern. And by the way, God is not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of principles. You can have a very unrighteous, very terrible person who doesn't live a clean and great life, but if they follow certain principles in the financial world, they're going to be prosperous. Principles work, period, across the board, no matter what. Why am I coming at you with this right off the bat today? Well, it's very simple. There are things that if we do them, then the results are going to present themselves that we really want to have. So think about this for a second. Uh, there are various dynamics in play with all these categories in our life. But if you'll follow basic time-tested principles, those areas are always going to manifest great results for you. What I want to talk about for a few minutes today is this, very simply. I know what to do in these areas. I know exactly what to do. I mean, I've got the formula. I've done it before. I've got the results I wanted. I know what to do. So, dadgummit, why don't I do it? That's the question we're going to explore right now. You know, when I was 18 years old, just out of high school, I connected with a company that was really forming quite a movement. It was going to eventually fundamentally transform an industry. And they were really big on educating people on how money works, how insurance works, how investments work. And one of the principles that they taught me at the age of 18, I want you to keep that in mind, was this principle called the magic of compound interest. In fact, it was called the rule of 72. You take any number, divide it by 72, and, or divide that number into 72, and it will tell you how long it takes for your money to double. It's comp how compound interest works. And then they gave us a bit of a, a graph to show that if, if, if a 22-year-old individual, I was only 18, but if a 22-year-old individual would begin investing just $2,000 per year, per year, and do that for six years and then stop investing, that at age 65, they would have $1.3 million in savings just from that original $12,000 investment based on the power of compound interest. So mathematically and historically, they could show that this was not only possible, but very probable. Now let me ask you a question. Do you think I did that? I was, I was, I had four years on this deal. Do you think I invested 2,000 bucks for six years and just left it alone? Well, you know the answer, don't you? We know what to do, but we don't do it. Therefore, it's, it's, you know, it's really not okay for us to gripe or complain when we don't get the results that we really need. 
What about, I talked to you a few weeks ago about my, my health, you know, about what's unacceptable. And, you know, I've gained quite a bit of weight. I'm working on that now and trying to get that thing right back where it's supposed to be because I know what to do. I know what to do. I need to eliminate all grains and breads and carbs from my life, okay? I just need to stop eating bread, stop eating potatoes, stop eating waffle fries at Chick-fil-A. That's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, I, I know I need to eliminate carbohydrates, bad carbs from my diet. I know I need to cut out all processed sugar and stop eating sweets and bowls of cereal at night. I, I know that. I know that I need to exercise every single day. I need to at least walk or just get some movement going or work out or whatever the case may be. I know what to do. I know I should eat healthy. I know I should eat six small meals a day. I know, you, you get the point? We know what to do. I've even gone in and had numerous doctors and nutritionists give me specific plans on how I can lose weight. And, and, I, and here's the kicker. On several occasions over the last 10, 15 years, I've lost 40, 50 pounds. So I know what to do. But what do I do then? I go back and do the things that I should not be doing. Or I stop doing the things I know I should be doing. And, and the results speak for themselves. There is this principle that there's not some silver bullet, some magic formula. There's not, it's not, it's not rocket science. There are simple principles throughout all the categories of our lives that if we will simply adhere to those and do what we know to do, the results will blow us out of the water. You know, another category is marriage and family. You know, one of the greatest tragedies in our, our culture today is, is the absence of healthy families. You have a lot of single parent homes. You have a lot of children being raised without a father figure in their life. Uh, and then where there are married couples in a home, you oftentimes have workaholics and people that even though they may physically live under the roof, they're not emotionally or spiritually present. And so... Uh, you have marriages that are at best cohabitation. You have marriages that are very unhealthy or toxic. You've got all this stuff going on. And we know what to do. We, we should be spending quality times with the people we love. Spending quality time with our children, investing in them and affirming them and growing them. We should be being present, you know, when, when it's dinner time, be at the table and don't be on your phone. We, we know what to do but we oftentimes don't do that. I, you know, we've been very blessed. I've got a, a beautiful wife of almost 30 years now, It'll be 30 years in just a couple of months. And I've got two incredible kids that I love and care for so much. And they've, they've just turned out fantastic. And I'm grateful for that. And we've done a lot of things right. But man, if I could roll back the clock 15 years, from where I'm sitting today, there's a lot of things that I would have done differently because I know what to do. I just didn't discipline myself to do those things. You get what I'm going, getting at here right, uh, right now. What about in leadership? What about in your business? What about as it relates to success in life or as we talk about often here on the program, influence and impact? What about that? We know that if we can find an area in culture or in society where there's a great need, there's people looking for answers, and if we can provide the answers or the solutions to those problems, that we're going to do well in business and we're going to serve people very well. We know that's a, that's a formula that works. Find a need and fill it. 
meet and solve problems. We know that hard work produces great results. Now listen, I'm not an advocate for working 72 hours a week and and you know, busting your can and being absent from your family. There, there's, a, there's a balance to all that, but there is nothing in the world that replaces the value and the outcome that hard work produces. And so if you're gonna succeed, if you're gonna make a difference, there's gotta be discipline and some structure and some focus there. It's hard work, but it's not necessarily working hard. You can work, I'm sorry, you can work hard, but it's not really hard work. It's enjoyable, it's fulfilling, all right? Uh, you know, here's the deal. Some of you are carrying with you a message that is much needed for our culture. Someone in the world needs to hear your story, what you have to say. And, and I talk often on this program, we just completed a Create, Publish, and Profit workshop, which by the way, I encourage you to go to our website and check out uh, the training that we offer online for that. But the point is, is that you have a message and you know that that message has changed lives because you've it's already impacted someone. And, and you know that if you could capture that and put it in book form or in an online course or if you began public speaking, you could have a massive impact in the lives of those that your story could touch. You know what to do. You know what to do. We know we can be great leaders. We know we can invest in others. These are things that we know we should be doing, so why don't we do them? Why? Well, sometimes it's because we, we're bogged down, as I've mentioned several times in this series already, we are so bogged down with the day-to-day -day routine, the rut. We're so bogged down with other people's expectations. We're so consumed with the busyness and the chaos that is life that we simply haven't taken the time, as we've talked about, to push pause and reflect and really laser in on those things that can make this difference. We know what to do. You know, there, there's a couple of things that come to mind from the, the scripture, which I believe is the greatest book of wisdom ever written. Uh, there's one that said, when I would do good, evil is present. Let me give you a funny example of that, okay? So I'm working right now to, to get some of this weight off and get rid of it once and for all. And so I'm, I'm moving away from sweets and sugar and candy and chocolate and all the stuff that tends to show up around the holidays, right? We just passed that season, so I'm coming out of that now. I'm, I'm detoxing a little bit. But here's the deal, man. I don't know what it is, but every time I get focused on losing weight, all kinds of cookies and and baked goods and stuff start showing up at my house. You know, my wife gets a, a, a hankering. She wants to bring the kids, you know, these specialized cupcakes she gets from a place called Sprinkles here in Dallas, right? And so she'll bring me, she goes, I got you one. It's, it's your favorite, lemon. I'm like, get thee behind me, Satan. You know, I mean, when I, because this is how it works. When you make up your mind to do something, rest assured your mind, your eyes are going to be open to and more aware of the temptation you have to get off track. There's so many opportunities to step off track. When you would do good, evil's going to be there. When you get focused, there's going to be people that want to take you off course, all right? It's just the way it is. You've got to be disciplined and strong and determined to do the things that you know need to be done in order to, for, to produce the outcome that you want to have happen. Another scripture that kind of gets me, and it's been misunderstood a little bit, I think, but it says this, to him that knows to do good and does it not, to that person, that, whatever that is, is sin. So watch, 
We talk often in the Christian world about sins of commission. This, these are where, you know, you, you don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And if we do those things we're not supposed to do, that's sin. Well, sin, the word sin simply means missing the mark, missing the target. That's all that word means, okay? It's not an indictment. It's not God being angry at you. It's just, it's just you missed the mark. And so here's the deal. If you, if you look at that literally, it says, when you know that if you did this, it's going to turn out really good, and you don't do that, you will miss the mark every time. Not a matter of heaven or hell here we're talking about. We're talking about if you are planning on making your mark and hitting the target you're going for, then you've got to do the things that you know to do. You've got to do them. Right? It's not about performance. It's about formula. It's about principle. Do this. Here's the result. Simple. As I continue my own quest for understanding and searching uh, in these areas of, you know, I know what to do, but I'm not necessarily doing it right now. As I'm, I'm looking and assessing and evaluating my own heart and life, I, I have seen several areas where I need to improve, where I need to make some changes. Uh, I, I've, for a long time, I was in a very powerful, very effective morning routine that included deep times of devotion, times of worship, times of reading and growing my mind, times of uh, listening to motivational audio and, and feeding my, my mind and my spirit to, to spring me into my day, uh, times of great planning and strategy and thinking ahead and serving my family and all this type of thing. And I, the last six months, for some reason, I've just, it's just slipped away. So I'm focused right now on really getting back into my morning routine exercise. We've talked about that. Man, I, I've just, I, it's just got to do it, right? Reading, devotions, prayer time, time in communion with my Heavenly Father, quality time with my wife. I know what to do. I know what needs to be done. And if, if there's distance or emotional disconnect between us, it's not because of anything anybody's done. It's because that we haven't tended to the things that were really important which is quality time being spent, eating right, you know, working smart, not necessarily hard, but working intelligently. These are all things that I'm getting back to because I know what to do. I just need to do it. What about you? What's the stuff that you know full well? It's just simple. It's not major, major things. It's just small adjustments, small adjustments, making small adjustments will make all the difference in the world. What is it that you know you should be doing that you just haven't for whatever reason, but you know it's time to get back to it? I want to challenge you to do that. In our last session in this series, I want to talk to you about making room for the magnificent. It's going to be an incredible session. I'm going to challenge you to make some space for the great new things that God wants to bring into your life. I hope you'll join us in our next session. <music>